Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Before we get to this week's episode, I just want to take a quick moment to thank our patrons. That means you, Paige Lunsford, Nick Duhamel, Keith Araya, and Trent Hatcher. Thank you. Your support means the world. And this show wouldn't be possible without your help. If you're interested in hearing your name at the beginning of the episode, or in getting access to our ad-free and bonus episodes, find us at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. And now, the show. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-049. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-049 is contained within a standard secure humanoid containment cell in Research Sector 02 at Site-19. SCP-049 must be sedated before any attempts to transport it. During transport, SCP-049 must be secured within a Class 3 humanoid restriction harness, including a locking collar and extension restraints, and monitored by no fewer than two armed guards. While SCP-049 is generally cooperative with most Foundation personnel, outbursts or sudden changes in behavior are to be met with elevated force. Under no circumstances should any personnel come into direct contact with SCP-049 during these outbursts. In the event SCP-049 becomes aggressive, the application of Lavender, L. Multifida, has been shown to produce a calming effect on the entity. Once calmed, SCP-049 generally becomes compliant and will return to containment with little resistance. In order to facilitate the ongoing containment of SCP-049, the entity is to be provided with the corpse of a recently deceased animal, typically a bovine or other large mammal, once every two weeks for study. Corpses that become instances of SCP-049-2 are to be removed from SCP-049's containment cell and incinerated. SCP-049 is no longer permitted to interact with human subjects, and requests for human subjects are to be denied. Temporary Containment Procedure Update See Addendum 049.3 Per Containment Committee Order 049.S19.17.1 SCP-049 is no longer permitted to interact directly with any members of Foundation staff, nor is it to be provided with any additional corpses to be used in its surgeries. This order shall persist indefinitely, until such time a consensus regarding the ongoing containment of SCP-049 can be reached. Description SCP-049 is a humanoid entity, roughly 1.9 meters in height, which bears the appearance of a medieval plague doctor. While SCP-049 appears to be wearing the thick robes and the ceramic mask indicative of that profession, the garments instead seem to have grown out of SCP-049's body over time, and are now nearly indistinguishable from whatever form is beneath them. X-rays indicate that despite this, SCP-049 does have a humanoid skeletal structure beneath its outer layer. SCP-049 is capable of speech in a variety of languages, but tends to prefer English or medieval French. While SCP-049 is generally cordial and cooperative with Foundation staff, 
It can become especially irritated or at times outright aggressive if it feels it is in the presence of what it calls the pestilence. Although the exact nature of this pestilence is currently unknown to Foundation researchers, it does seem to be an issue of immense concern to SCP-049. SCP-049 will become hostile with individuals it sees as being affected by the pestilence, often having to be restrained should it encounter such. If left unchecked, SCP-049 will generally attempt to kill any such individual. SCP-049 is capable of causing all biological functions of an organism to cease through direct skin contact. How this occurs is currently unknown, and autopsies of SCP-049's victims have invariably been inconclusive. SCP-049 has expressed frustration or remorse after these killings, indicating that they have done little to kill the pestilence. Though we'll usually seek to then perform a crude surgery on the corpse using the implements contained within a black doctor's bag it carries on its person at all times. While these surgeries are not always successful, they often result in the creation of instances of SCP-049-2. SCP-049-2 instances are reanimated corpses that have been operated on by SCP-049. These instances do not seem to retain any of their prior memories or mental functions, having only basic motor skills and response mechanisms. While these instances are generally inactive, moving very little and in a generally ambulatory fashion, they have become extremely aggressive if provoked or if directed by SCP-049. SCP-049-2 instances express active biological functions, though these are vastly different from currently understood human physiology. Despite these alterations, SCP-049 often remarks that subjects have been cured. Addendum 049.1 Discovery SCP-049 was discovered in the investigation of a series of unknown disappearances in the town of Montauban in southern France. During a raid on a local home, investigators found several instances of SCP-049-2, as well as SCP-049. While law enforcement personnel engaged the hostile 049-2 instances, SCP-049 was noted as watching the engagement and taking notes in its journal. After all of the 049-2 instances were dispatched, SCP-049 willingly entered Foundation custody. The following interview was conducted by Dr. Raymond Hamm during the initial investigation. Bon alors, où est-ce que commence? Pourriez-vous vous présenter? Is that French? Can we get a translator? Uh, the King's English. No need for translation, sir. I can speak it well enough. Good. My name is Dr. Ham and I... Ah, a doctor. A like-minded individual, no doubt. Wherein is your speciality, sir? Cryptobiology. Why? <laughs> a medical man such as myself. Wonders abound. And here, I worried I had been abducted by common street thugs. This place, then, is your laboratory? I had wondered, as clean as it is, and with such little trace of the pestilence here. Pestilence? What do you mean? The scourge, the great dying. Come now. You know, the, um... What is it they call it? Uh, 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 ah, no matter. The pestilence, yes. It abounds outside these walls. You know... So many have succumbed, and many more will continue to until such time as a perfect cure can be developed. Fortunately, I am very close. It is my duty in life to rid the world of it, you see. The cure to end all cures. 
When you say the Great Dying, are you talking about the bubonic plague? I don't know what that is. I see. Right, well, the entities our agents encountered at that house, they were dead when you encountered them, yes? And you reanimated them? Hmm? In a manner of speaking. You see things too simply, Doctor. Expand your horizons. Life and death, sickness and health. These are amateur terms for amateur physicians. There is only one ailment that exists in the world of men, and that is the pestilence, and nothing else. Make no mistake, they were very ill, all of them. You think you cured those people? Indeed. My cure is most effective. Things we recovered were not human. Yes. Well, it is not a perfect cure, but that will come with time and further experimentation. I have spent a lifetime developing my methods, Dr. Ham, and will spend a lifetime more if necessary. Now, we have wasted too much time. There is work to do. I will require a laboratory of my own, one where I can continue my research unimpeded. And assistance, of course. Though, I can provide those of my own. In time. <laughs> I don't think our organization would be willing to... Nonsense! We are all men of science. Fetch your coat and show me to my quarters, Doctor. Our work begins now. Addendum 049.2 Observation Log While in containment at Site-19, SCP-049 had spent considerable amount of time studying and performing surgery on the various mammalian corpses it had been provided. SCP-049 will routinely spend several days performing surgery, and then, regardless of whether or not the corpse becomes an instance of SCP-049-2, spending several more days documenting its findings in a thick leather journal stored within its doctor bag. SCP-049 will often seek to share its findings with members of Foundation staff. The following is a log of several occasions during which SCP-049 was observed operating in a mammalian corpse. Observational Log 049.ol.1 Summary A test subject, D85123, was introduced into SCP-049's containment cell. The entity expressed sincere gratitude towards all members of the containment and research staff. Observation Notes SCP-049 began by asking D85123 several standard medical questions as it began removing tools from its bag. Shortly after finishing its preparations, SCP-049 quickly closed the distance between the two, killing the subject with a touch to its throat. Afterwards, SCP-049 made a number of considerable alterations to the basic structure of the subject's corpse, often introducing fluids from within its bag into the subject by way of a hand-powered pump and copper tubing. The resulting 0492 instance became animated, flailing and grasping at the walls of the chamber with a number of manufactured limbs while moaning out of an oblong orifice now present within its sternum. During this time, SCP-049 was observed taking notes of the instance in its journal and remarking to the watching research staff about the efficacy of its cure. Security personnel entered the chamber to move SCP-049 back to containment and were attacked by the instance. The security team dispatched the 0492 instance, and SCP-049 returned to containment with no resistance, stating that it was pleased with the results. Observational Log 049.ol.2 Summary SCP-049 was provided the corpse of a recently deceased goat. SCP-049 expressed gratitude at the provision. Observation Notes SCP-049 operated on the goat corpse for several days, 
eventually resulting in an instance of SCP-0492. SCP-049 expressed pleasure in the outcome, though admitted the disease was still in its nascent stage. My veterinarian practice is rudimentary, but the patient responded well to the procedure. Observation Log 049.ol.3 Summary SCP-049 was provided the corpse of a recently deceased orangutan. SCP-049 expressed noted gratitude at the provision due to the similarities between the orangutan and common human physiology. Observation Notes SCP-049 spent several days operating on the orangutan, reanimating it several times. However, SCP-049 appeared to be discontent with the results it experienced, returning to the creature three times after its initial reanimation for additional work. After it was unable to reanimate the corpse a fifth time, SCP-049 turned the corpse over to the Foundation staff for incineration, stating, I have learned so much from this, though I fear my early optimism was misplaced. I hadn't yet come across such a stumbling block in my road to the cure. More subjects like this would do a great deal in advancing my research. Observational Log 049.ol.7 Full SCP-049 was provided the corpse of a recently deceased bovine. SCP-049 expressed mild annoyance at the provision, though accepted it nonetheless. Observation Notes SCP-049 spent several days operating on the bovine corpse, breaking only to dine on a requested dinner of thin crackers, salted pork, and hard cheese. Beginning first by embalming the corpse, SCP-049 was observed producing a number of long syringes from its bag, each containing a different dark, viscous fluid. SCP-049 described these fluids as essences of the humors, and elaborated by saying, the pestilence may bring about a systemic imbalance. In such a case, before true healing can begin, one must find the humors in balance, or the body will reject the cure. Over the next few days, SCP-049 spent a considerable amount of time adjusting the organs of the bovine corpse with a number of large, metallic instruments. After eight days, SCP-049 produced a lightning rod, which Dr. Ham exchanged for an electric cattle prod attached to an extension cord, and struck the corpse in several locations. This action seemingly had the effect of reanimating the bovine, which once again had become ambulatory, despite the inversion of the head and reorientation of the limbs. You guys, you know it's been nicer lately, and in Wisconsin, you never quite know when winter is going to be in, but it's been nice for like four days in a row, and I'm like, if sunnier days are coming, it's time to fuel up, and so I'm going back to my factor meals that no prep, no mess, I want to hit my weight goals before it's time to hit that beach. You've got options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, Factor has these fresh, never frozen meals, dietitian approved guys. And here's the big thing for me, keeping out of the kitchen as much as possible, two minutes and these meals are ready. So it doesn't matter how busy you are, you've always got time. So treat yourself. They have 35 different meals to pick from, 60 add-ons to choose every week. You're always going to have new stuff to try. Have it whenever you want. It's effortless, guys. So if you'd like to try it yourself, head to factormeals.com slash badmovies50 and use code badmovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code badmovies50 at factormeals.com slash badmovies50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Follow-up interview. We've watched your work for several weeks now, and honestly, I'm not sure I understand what you're doing. Can you describe your process in detail? Oh, goodness, no. The process is most intensive. As I said to your assistant, the best instruction you will find about my methods are here in my journals. 
as I have kept exhaustive records of my work here. I see. My concern, Doctor, is that we still don't understand what you're seeking to cure, or how it manifests, or how turning these creatures into quasi-living, mindless drones helps in that effort. You do not understand the pestilence? Even after all this time? Doctor, it is an unspeakable horror, one that has shown its true face many times before, and will again. I find myself blessed with the wisdom and good sense needed to root it out and destroy it. But many, like yourself, cannot. It is a cruel judgment. I fear to be at the mercy of a disease you cannot fully comprehend. That still doesn't answer my question. How is your cure any kind of cure at all? It is a cure. You may laugh at my efforts if you please, but do not besmirch the good name of scientific progress that has developed this great mercy. What you so short-sightedly see here is a life better than any this creature could have hoped for. Stricken as it was with pestilence, this creature is now clean. Unable to spread the pestilence and free from the terror it would have experienced otherwise. This is hardly a creature at all, Doctor. It's not, not even... Jape with me, sir. You and your colleagues are like so many others. Unable to look past minor setbacks to see the salvation taking place before your very eyes. Do you wait to remove rotten timbers until the whole collapse is on top of you? No. You find them and you pull them out and replace them with those untouched by rot. And most of all, you do not simply mock the structure because it now looks different to you. It is strong. It is free of disease. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to agitate you. I'm just trying to understand. Yes. Well, do mind your words in future, Doctor. I am professional. And even professionals may feel the bite of pride in dealing with criticism of their masterpiece. I will forgive this as an act of good faith between colleagues. That will be all. Another test subject on the usual schedule. You know my preference of subjects with more human anatomies. Attending researchers note, SCP-049 does seem to genuinely want to help other humans, though it has not yet been able to provide a concrete example of what exactly it is trying to save us all from. I have watched it now over several weeks, and while the outcomes do not seem to ever change, SCP-049 continues to claim that it is growing closer to its perfect cure. I think the entity may be more aware of the reality of these outcomes than it would like us to think. Addendum 049.3 April 16, 2017 Incident Starting shortly after SCP-049's initial containment, Dr. Ham conducted a number of interviews with the subject regarding its anomalous properties, and over time began to notice displeasure with its subjects and the SCP-049-2 instances. This continued for a period of several months, during which SCP-049 never exhibited any aggressive behaviors. On April 16, 2017, as Dr. Ham was entering SCP-049's test chamber to conduct another routine interview, the entity began to grow anxious and asked Dr. Ham if he was feeling well. Following protocol, Dr. Ham reminded SCP-049 that the interview was required, after which the entity became hostile and attacked Dr. Ham, killing him. Due to a lapse in security protocol, and because Dr. Ham did not activate the interchamber emergency signal, Dr. Ham's corpse was not discovered until three hours later, at which point SCP-049 had converted it into an instance of SCP-049-2. In the aftermath of this incident, SCP-049 was interviewed by Dr. Theron Sherman. I need you to explain yourself. 
SCP-049, you are being directed to explain your actions, and I will remind you that failure to cooperate will result in further restrictions during your containment. My actions do not need to be explained. You killed Raymond Hand and then butchered him until he... dead. No. Not dead. Not dead. He is... He is cured. Cured? Cured of what? The pestilence, sir. I had thought you at least would realize what luck it is I detected it before. What pestilence? You keep going on and on about this pestilence, but you have not once been able to properly identify this disease. What could you have possibly seen in him today that you had not seen so many times before? That it would be worth his life? He... The pestilence presents and progresses in unforeseeable fashions, and has a queer way of, of creeping into the unprepared. And... Call it what you want, Doctor. It was a mercy I did to him. He is cured. He is a vegetable. I... I would not expect you to understand. You and your... Your ilk have proven time and again to be not men of science, but men of, of emotion. You cannot appreciate the horrors I have seen. Those many millions who have succumbed to the pestilence and been chained to... Your cure cost Ray his life. No, good sir. I have saved it. You would allow this world to slip back into the... Into the despair of disease and death. What disease? Ignoring that I've created a miracle. And he was a healthy man. He was a good afflicted. doctor. You are not worth this argument, sir. You are short-sighted and foolish. Dr. Ham was sick, and I... I cured him. I am the only one who can do this. My work must continue. I've had enough of this. Consider your allowances revoked. Welcome to containment, 049. There is still so much We're to learn, here. so much to do, and others can be saved. Even you, though you do not deserve it, might be saved. I can save them all. I can cast down this plague once and for all. I can do this. Only me. I. I. I saved him. I saved him, Dr. Ham. I. I cured him. He was sick. I know he was sick. I know he was. And I... You are all sick. But I... I can save you. I can save all of you. Because I am the cure. Addendum 049.4 Post-Incident Report Interview The following interview is an excerpt from the April 16, 2017 049 Incident Report. The interview is conducted by Dr. Elijah Itkin and took place three weeks after the start of the initial investigation. SCP-049, we are conducting this interview to close out our investigation of your actions taken on April 16th that resulted in the death of a staff member. Do you have any comments to make? Only that I look forward to the day when you will allow me to resume my work. I have spent the last few weeks compiling my notes and constructing a new theory for how the pestilence was able to infect someone in such an insidious manner that I nearly couldn't detect it. Have you experienced any remorse for your actions for the death of Dr. Ham? Ah, yes. Well, the death of a colleague is always regrettable, but in the face of the pestilence we must be swift, Doctor, and act without hesitation. Dr. Sherman noted in his report that you seemed to be mournful during your initial interview. Mourn? Perhaps. I had not thought that. It is lamentable that a fellow doctor became infected, but the work continues, regrettable as it, as it was. Dr. Ham's death might provide important insight. Living human subjects are the only way forward. I am decided. My cure is of little use on dead flesh, and I have gleaned all I can from your generous supply of corpses. 
My desires turn towards tending to those still living who suffer from the disease. I'm afraid you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, Doctor. I wouldn't be so sure. This week, you heard the voice of John Grills as your narrator, Audrey Castle as Dr. Ham, Travis McMaster as Dr. Sherman, and Phoebe Joy as Dr. Itkin. SCP-049 was played by the marvelous Karim Kronfi. Our music was made by Tom Rory Parsons, and I'm your showrunner, Pacific. Our producer is Tom Owens, and this is a bloody disgusting show. For more information, go to bloody-disgusting.com.